Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, or Taku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beckerland Bandits, a Grand Terra adventure run by yours truly. I'm John. Uh, I'm the dungeon master for this game, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing uh, a wrestling. I just realized how that sounded, and I don't care. I thought that was intentional. <laughs> no, it absolutely was. I was not. glaring at you when I saw that name. So I absolutely was not. Um, anyways, now, now that I say it out loud, he is a dragonborn fighter and Jeff. Hey, I'm dragonborn. Sorry, I, I'm Jeff, and I am playing uh, Toss Pip His Pip, the gnomish wizard, and Auntie. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I'm playing Zond, the kobold warlock, and Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I use they, them, uh, and I am playing Fealty, the tiefling cleric who uses she, hers. And Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Merrick Tenpenny, the halfling bard. <clears throat> Beckerland is a small barony, a part of a larger, the larger nation of Eskelgata, a border kingdom between the kingdom of Clivic and the free ports of Holmesund, in the land of Morn, situated east of the Tyrian Ocean. This is important information to know, mostly for set dressing. You, the players, were all members of a bandit group led by an Earth Ganassi named Gravel. Gravel's Graders was the name, pronounced by rolling the R in Graders, Graders, uh, which was the point Gravel was in the middle of trying to drive home when the fireball hit. A group of high-level adventurers were out gathering coin by dealing with bandits, and you, unlucky ones, happened to be the group in question. Gravel was incinerated instantly, and the rest of you were knocked unconscious, and the adventurers didn't think you were, had anything worth looting in particular, so they left you practically for dead. You fortunately succeeded your death saving throws. Uh, lucky you. Meanwhile, the arch-nemesis of the Graders, uh, the demonic cult of Anal Bledong, found your unconscious bodies and decided that you'd make good sacrifices, so they threw you into hell. Which is where the group of you awake. You find yourself on a... You find yourselves coming to consciousness on the rough, cracked stone floor of a very undecorated room. Uh, the f stone on the floor is a dark brown blackish color looking almost like blood-stained cobblestone. 
uh, as you pick yourselves up, feeling this intense heat, this is sort of ambient in the room, as if you found yourselves in a sort of like in a in a equatorial uh, uh, climate, though even slightly hotter than that. You also realize that while you are together, you are completely unarmed and unarmored. Your gear appears to not be on you, and you're not alone. In the room with you, which is barred, uh, the first thing you see actually is a person standing at the bars. A very ragged-looking humanoid with rough, dark patches of hair on his face, cracked scars and skin, uh, and yellowish wolf-like eyes just sort of looking down at you as he leans his forearms on the crossbars of the the cell door that that, uh, blocks your way out of the room you're in. In addition to him, uh, standing leaning against the wall in the back, there is a pale, beautiful man uh, that is wearing very light armor, uh, light sort of scale-like armor, but with no weapons. Um, Arms crossed with a head of sort of ear-length white hair. In the far corner, there is a. In the far corner, away from the door, there is Drow, uh, standing with what looks to be fairly nice attire, though bloodstained in spaces, uh, with his arms crossed, looking at the group of you. Uh, opposite corner from him is a very beautiful woman, looks mostly human, except for the telltale markings of green scales coming down from her ears and around her jawline. Finally, in the middle of the room, sort of sitting side by side, there is what appears to be a very pale-looking human woman with shock-white hair and a gray-skinned dwarf, also with equally white hair, all of whom are looking at the group of you. Which one is the closest? To you? Uh, yeah. The human leaning against the bar door, leaning against the bars. So, 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 uh, Raslin gets up immediately, goes over, grabs around throat. You! Why you put us here? The human sort of leans back as you grab his throat, and he does it. lifts up a little bit. I mean, that's not a check. Okay. While this is going on, Tosspip sits up, bold right, we went to the bad place, and then proceeds to faint. 21. All right. Uh, twenty. Yeah, you lift. Uh, you lift this guy off by off by his collar. Go ahead and describe what you look like as you lift him off the ground. Um. So wrestling is. I'm not going to get over that. Um, <laughs> you did it to yourself. I did it to myself, and I'm going to lean into that shit. I'm so sorry, Eric. <laughs> um, find divine revelation. Perhaps the cleric can help and rename yourself. Nope. Um, so, so wrestling is... He's a big guy. I mean, he's a dragonborn. So we're generally fairly size but he is, is is just a bit over six six uh over 250 pounds pretty much all built muscle um uh like traditional for 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 excuse me for for uh uh <clears throat> Black dragons and dragonborn related. He has that sort of somewhat skull-like look to his 
to 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 the horns and face. Um, apparently, it's not wearing much, and that's okay. I'm down with that. <laughs> um, and when he doesn't look really really angry like he does right now, he has <laughs> he generally will have a very dull expression on his face, like there's not much going on behind the eyes. The man that you've picked up sort of grabs your hands, but isn't trying to fight you all that hard right at the moment. If I put you in here, I wouldn't also be in here with you. Clever trick. There's a moment where he's thinking about that. He looks like he's thinking about it really hard. Put him down, Raslin. It's, it's, it's all, he, he's right. He wouldn't be in here. He did it. He did it. He puts back up a bit. Or don't. Lord Raslin, the enemies of our enemies may be our allies in this case. Does that mm, mean too clever? Yes, <clears throat> I would think too. But I do not presume to commit and your judgment. Puts mm. down. Hey, as you let go, he lets go of your hands, straightens his tunic a little bit. Thank you. You lot are? Merrick will prop herself up, uh, stand up. She about just, just over three feet tall. Uh, uh, Auburn hair, green eyes, and uh, medium build. And okay, regular clothes. Um, but uh. Say, uh, bow and say, uh, Merrick Tenpenny. Uh, me and my companions seem to have woken up in the loveliest of shitholes hmm. with you lot. You only have about half the right idea, he says as he looks across the, uh, looks out the door and across the way. Following his gaze, you see that there seems to be another cell across this stony, brownish-black floor wherein there are several other individuals who have sort of gathered at the bars to see what the commotion is. Immediately, you see this massive minotaur who just has one hand on a bar staring across, locks eyes with Rasslin. Oh, yes. And you sort of, Rasslin, give, Rasslin, roll me an insight check. Oh, oh, this is gonna go well. Actually, my insight's not that terrible. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's. They want a bone. Perfectly average. Uh, Rasslin, yeah, you get the feeling that that big guy over there, he can punch hard. That's as much as you get. Okay. Um, as soon as the humans turned his back, I'm gonna try and run up and kick him. Okay. Make an attack roll. And Eric. as you're running up and kicking. What do you look like? Uh, short, about two and a half feet, and just lizardly green. 
I'm not sure entirely of what the clothing situation is like, but... You're probably still wearing your normal clothes. You just don't have any armor at the moment. Probably not good, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get a... So it's going to be an unarmed attack roll, so it's going to be a d20 plus your strength modifier and proficiency bonus. Oh, that's yeah, good. I was going to say, because I forgot to add that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going on, Rasta goes, Merrick, me won't be there. Where are you pointing? <laughs> to the other cell. That I would. Where the minotaur I is. I would very much like to be on the other side too, but we're gonna have to wait and figure out how to do that. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you run up and just kick this human in the leg, and your foot yeah. connects, and you feel. Like you kicked something way sturdier than a human normally is. You have kicked your fair share of humans, and typically they don't have really strong legs. This one, though, <laughs> it feels kind of like you just kicked wrestling. And that's immediately where I run to. <laughs> <laughs> As the, the scruffy looking human sort of turns to look back at the group of you. Uh, and Tops, uh, Tosspip, who had fallen unconscious, what do you look like laying there sprawled out, passed out? Legs sprawled out, drooling over himself. Uh, short gnome, probably just under three feet tall. Uh, he's white, white, uh, scraggly white beard is very unkept. Uh, his clothes are rough and dirty. Part of it looks to be formerly military issue. Right. And, and yeah, he will lay there drooling on himself. All right. And then uh, finally, sitting slightly further back, Fealty, what do you look like? Uh, Fealty, who's probably just watching all of this, uh, <clears throat> ha- is, has sort of dark black horns and um, hair of a similar color. The horns sort of curl back pretty close to the head. Her skin is almost an almost grayish pink and her eyes are bright red. Um, she's also not wearing any armor right now, but is wearing fairly dark clothes and what at first glance is probably mistaken for a leather cloak that drapes over her shoulders with a sort of veined texture to it. Okay. As you have, as you are all sort of getting situated with the, with your situation and seeing who's in the room with you, uh, the one at the the one at the bars, the human uh, that had been talking previously, I'm Farron, and I guess I may as well be the first one to introduce you. Hold on. He holds up a hand and then sidles away from the bars, motioning that motioning, and he doesn't necessarily care. You guys decide to follow, that people should step away from the bars as he puts himself in line with the brick just to the side of it. I mean, I was already away from the bars. Yeah, you're already away from the bars, but... Wrestling, you're sort of standing right there at the door. Do you continue to stay there, or do you step aside? At this point, it has not... It is not, there has not been sufficient understanding or reason given for him to step away. So he's not stepping away. All right. So you hear the rattling of chains and the scratching of talons. 
uh, as you see, uh, stepping uh, uh, out from where you can see, you can sort of see this large room in front of you, and there's stairs going up, and then there's a hallway where there looks to be another staircase going down, as well as another room further off to the side. Uh, you see, coming up from the hallway where the stairs that go down is, a pair of red-scaled fiend-looking creatures. Fairly small. Uh, they're slightly larger than Merrick is, but not much larger than that. Um, dragging between them this large chest that appears to be bulging with some amount of items in it. Uh, these small horned fiends look look far more wiry and scaly than your traditional imps do. As they look over, <sighs> growl at you, and a little bit of fire sort of spits out and splashes on the side of the cell. Uh, do any of you speak infernal? Yes. Fealty, you can hear uh, from outside uh, this dialogue happening in Infernal as this imp-like creature that you can't see but Rastin can uh, says we've almost got enough for the sacrifice we must hurry the slayer makes his way here as they Um, drag this chest through the room feeling a little uh, uh, feeling feeling uh, 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 a need to 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 match uh, um uh, 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 spit out gouts of flame. Um, <laughs> I just, not at anyone in particular, I'm not trying to murder anybody at the moment. More than usual. Um, I will just spew acid. So you begin to flex that muscle that lets yep. you spit acid that you know you're born with this ability. You know exactly right. how this is supposed to work. As you begin to flex that muscle, the rest of you can see a series of runes light up on Rastlin's neck, and Rastlin, you start to choke. Oh dear, this is not necessarily good. Um... You just start coughing and hacking and wheezing, and you're not able to squeeze that muscle in the right way to spit out that acid. Okay. That is a first. I've never seen him gag. You're not you don't take any damage. You just Okay. You just can't get it to go. The human looks over at you. Yeah, they've got that on us. He says, indicating his own neck where you can't really see anything. He sort of flexes a little bit and you see his face begin to shift, only for it to and you see his bearded face begin to fur over even further and his fairly normal human teeth begin to grow larger only for this series of runes around his neck to light up and his face to revert back to normal. I'm going to proceed to punch the bars many many times while bellowing. (laughs) Punching and bellowing ensues. These imps continue to drag the chest over uh, uh, into this into a small room off to the eastern side of the room of the larger room that your two selves are connected to before continuing out. Uh, Fealty, you pick up a little bit more mumbling as they go out. They They seem to be preparing for some sort of ritual and the group of you appear to be sacrifices. 
I'm gonna try to cast my light cantrip to see. <laughs> you try to cast it, nothing happens. Son of a assholes. And again, that ring of runes around your neck just lights up. Saying that, I'm going to try and cast Eldritch Blast at the human. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. You go through the motions and the energy just doesn't summon forth and this ring of light just appears around your neck. Mm, Lucky. Toss it sort of on the forehead gently. Gonna what? Oh, Tap, toss it on the forehead. Just sort of try and wake him up. Wait, five more minutes. Wait, wait, where are we? He just looks around confused. So I believe it might be beneficial to us to get moving quite soon. Neither of the things that they were discussing seem what we would desire, though that is not my choice to make. Ah! <laughs> Farron, Farron looks over at uh, Fealty and in Infernal uh, says you can understand them too? Uh, back sort of in Infernal of course by the nature of my blood he sort of shrugs right so as, as, as you hear the tapping of claws giving away May as well introduce ourselves. I'm Farron. He points over at the what you all recognize as a Duragar, uh, these uh, uh, underground-oriented dwarves. This is Valdir, the woman sitting on the floor next to the next to uh, Valdir. Cosmos points back at the man leaning against the back wall. Sanguinor uh, over in the corner of the drow. Kalinarian, and then over at the scale, slightly scaled woman in the other corner. Saratifa. We haven't quite gotten the names of the ones over there, but yeah. Seems like we're all here for some sort of ritual sacrifice. Looking around, how are how are the the door barred? It is a it's a series of obsidian looking uh, bars that go vertically that go vertically with barely a, just a couple inches between them throughout the door, and horizontally as well, every sort of foot, there is another bar that connects from side to side. It doesn't seem to have any clear opening mechanism or closing mechanism. I'm going to join Razzlin at the bars, but just start chewing on them. Right? (laughs) Roll me a... uh, Roll me a... Roll me an intelligence check, Zond. (laughs) <laughs> As you chew on these bars. Well, this tastes like a particular kind of rock you've tasted before. Um, sort of like a volcanic rock. Uh, it's very, like, rough and uh, sort of has lots of porous feeling to it, although it is particularly strong and you're not seeming to make any dent to it. I mean, I have eaten a lot of rocks, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So, the two of you are banging on and chewing on the door. Yep. What about the other three? Tosp, Fealty, and Merrick. I'll look over at the changeling guy who's been talking to us. 
What have you tried to do to get through the bars? And he's, yeah, he's going to point at the bars and attempt to cast Ray of Frost. You try to cast it, this ring of light appears around your throat and nothing happens. Oh, we've spent quite a while pulling, pushing, and beating on them. Uh, And he points over at the other side. The Minotaur and whatever the hell that is. Looking across, you see with the Minotaur, there's also what appears to be a elf, except that it is an elf that is, has the same build as the Minotaur. Uh, this large blue, uh, this large blue, extremely well-muscled, elven-esque entity uh, with long red hair who's just sort of leaning against the bars, looking across and smirking at the dragonborn and kobold who are chewing and beating on the bars in their own time. Like, those two big guys, I'm pretty certain they look very strong at the very least, tried for a while to pull and bust down the bars and the bricks around it and weren't able to do much. Something is something is growled in Draconic that comes out as roughly quitters never win. <laughs> um... <clears throat> You mutter that in Draconic, and there's a uh, a couple of the people in the room with you chuckle in response, as if they understood what you said and were amused by it. Uh, And Rasslin is determined to win, so the bellowing and the punching continue. (laughs) He'll punch himself out eventually, but for now. (laughs) To the the side away from where Rasslin is punching the door. Tosif is going to kind of climb up the rungs and just see if he can... <coughs> it's large enough that you could be punching while someone else climbs. And wrestling, he... not wrestling. He's more Ted Turner than Vince McMahon. Yeah, rat, sorry. <laughs> wrestling. He's just going to climb up and just try to, try to see if he can uh, look on the door to the other side to see how the door is set up, so an idea that the, the two doors will be mirrored. Yeah. So you sort of climb up and look. Give me a perception check. Uh. <laughs> it's a door. Yeah, it's definitely a door. Um, it There does seem to be some sort of uh, looking just to the side of it at a spot on the far wall that you obviously couldn't see on your own wall. Um, there is, there does appear to be like an arcane rune of some kind etched in. Um, but it's, it's sort of like just to the side of where the door stands and can't be reached from inside the door. Oh, ideas you guys have just been sitting in here just waiting to you know get stabbed well my hope was that when they come open the doors we can try to fight them off but that's pretty much been my only plan (laughs) what about you fealty what you doing Uh, Fealty is just watching all of this. Okay. Huh? 
Uh, <clears throat> Tosspip said that there was uh, yeah. a rune. Yeah, I would point it out. It's like, you look trying to see if you can reach his hand through the side of the bar and just try to go, is it here wow. somewhere? Yeah, you're sort of feeling around the wall and you, you don't feel any difference, at least not nearby. And you can't, the bars are too close together for you to get your head through, so you can't see it either. I am taller, so my arms are longer, so I'll try to see if I can feel it. <laughs> All right. All right, Merrick, you're you only through. a couple inches taller than me. <laughs> I want everyone to make perception checks now. Okay. This is hearing related, if it matters, and a couple of other people are going to make some too. That's a solid nine from Merrick. That's a good old ten. <clears throat> One. Good old-fashioned oh zero. Your wisdom is as low as mine is, isn't it? For <laughs> so, Fealty, you hear, you hear, uh, you hear at roughly the same time as Farron reacts, and you can see him visibly react to something. Um, the sounds of footsteps coming up the stairs, but they're what? not. Unlike the last ones that you heard, they're not. These are not taloned feet. These are booted feet. Uh, Cody, if you could put your name in Roll20, that'd be awesome. Um, oh, yep. Sorry. Insert name of char- Cody's character yep. here. Merrick. Merrick. Uh, <clears throat> may wish to step back for the moment. Why? Uh, I'll, I'll reach my arm in. <laughs> Bring my arm in. <laughs> Drop off the bars. Farron follows up the question <laughs> with something's coming. Ooh. Bestland stops finally. And I don't recognize it. Bestland will go and hide in the far corner. Uh, Aaron, I couldn't hear what, what you were saying. Perhaps the Slayer they mentioned? Maybe. They've been talking about that one for a while. Something's got the demons here scared. They only refer to it as a Slayer. I'm gonna go hide behind Raslin. Alright. You absolutely can. Throw me a stealth check. Thirteen. You hide behind Raslin. As yep. you do, uh, Farron, you see uh, Sanguinor, the, 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 the white-haired human, sort of gets off the wall and walks up to sort of stand next to Farron, who turns and looks at the rest of you. Alright. Well, I don't know what's coming, but... All of us, the rest of us have been here too long to be of a great deal of use. The longer you're here, the more it saps your yes, life force, I guess would be the right term. Great. We're all pretty weak at the moment, so we'll try our best to help if anything, if we get a chance to, but don't rely on us. Uh, Valdir sort of steps back as well. And you see coming up the stairs an elf. Um, this elf has very, very dark brown, uh, uh, sort of sun kissed brown skin, uh, with a long, bra- long, sort of dreadlock black hair hanging down his back. He sort of 
wearing an outfit that uh, is kind of like a robe on top that just sort of ha- uh, covers only a part of his body. And at his hip, there are three, there are uh, four different blades just sort of hanging at various angles, one across the back, two on his left side, one on his right. Wearing uh, <clears throat> this sort of blue robe and then pants and boots. Very the the distinctly pointed ears of a half elf actually. Now that you look at him, uh, with a pair of golden eyes, just sort of walks into the room. The eyes flicking to the left and right. Wrestling steps up to the edge of the cage and just glares. Son of a bitch! I was hiding behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Merrick, your cover's gone. You're visible again. Fuck. <laughs> So oh, this would be where they have been keeping these uh, sacrifices. The elf says, looking to the side of either one of you, looking to either thing. Well, can't hurt to have more feet running around. Uh, the elf moves over towards your cell. So, quite a ragtag bunch you have in there. Are any of you disinclined to be eaten by demons and used to power any demonic magics? Uh, wholeheartedly fuck that. Looking at the group. Uh, that, that wasn't plan A. Do you want out wrestling? Yes. Good enough for me. Uh, feel free to uh, wreak havoc, uh, acquire any magic or, or uh, artifacts or items or money that you wish to uh, acquire. Just make as generally as much noise as possible for me, if you would. And he reaches over and smacks the side of the wall just out of reach, and the cell bars vanish. He walks I over. I would fall to the ground because I kept chewing. Yeah. <clears throat> Zahn just hits the ground. We free. We're free. Uh, uh, all of you can make me a history check as the as this elf. He go to the other side too. Or? Yeah, he's heading to the other side too. And uh, can you do anything about these and just point at my neck? About what? It says you realize that the runes only appear when you tried to cast magic. Um, I got a twelve. It is worth mentioning. That whatever th- whatever history knowledge may be going on in what counts for brain is in the back of Raslin's mind right now because he is currently walking across the hallway, the 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 center way, straight towards the Minotaur. Oh yeah, um, these and starts um, trying to summon Mage Hand. You summon a Mage Hand. Yeah. Oh, hey, that hand just kind of flips around. It wait. appears that it appears that it was tied to the lock. Fuck yes. Uh, the the individual, the elf taps the rune that makes the opposing wall, the opposing door disappear. And Rasslin, yeah, you're walking right towards just as... Just go straight like this far away, just doing the stare down. Alright, so you and this minotaur, and also this really fucking big like, bulky elf like creature. Uh-huh. Just the three of you just toe-to-toe and eye-to-eye at the moment. All three uh, of you equally four. equally large <laughs> shit houses as the other with the kobold down there by your foot, like, as yeah. an afterthought. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm walking up behind this two and just looking. Let's go ahead and get you guys over to this map so you can sort of see a little bit of what you're seeing right now. I will roll an intimidation because, of course, I will. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. 
22. <laughs> Let's see how they do. Uh, da, 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 da. Nine. <laughs> Three for the Minotaur. Yes. Sure, I'll. And a 10 for the other one. So you're sort of staring these guys down, and they're not... Zond, you're, be, you're doing your best to be intimidating, but they're not looking at you, and that's really the problem that you're having at the moment. That said, uh, you were more intimidating than the Minotaur. You were absolutely more intimidating than the Minotaur is, <laughs> uh, for whatever reason. But after a moment of staring wrestling, the Minotaur and the other L and the other large big dude just sort of nod their heads. And you have this implicit understanding that you are the tough guy. Good. That was all that, that was all that wrestling wanted. Uh, after they come out, you see a centaur, uh, a a female dark ebony sort of uh, sort of chocolate skin centaur, uh, sort of steps out from behind them, looking at the group of you. Oh well, I guess there are more of us now. Uh, as well as this other figure dressed all in black with these two glowing white eyes under a hood. A large, a large, what can only be described as a white tiger walking on human legs. And an elf wearing this sort of very well put together blue outfit who seems to be counting something that you can't see. I'm going to put up my hood and say, wrestling, either kiss him or fight him. We're trying to get out of here. Uh, looking over <laughs> at the half elf. Okay. Looking over at the half-elf, um, so what is your stake in all of this? The half-elf is walking towards the stairs. He looks over his shoulder at you. My stake? Eh, fun. And he walks and he heads to the stairs to walk down. Fa uh, Farron looks over and points at a room off to the, off to the, uh, off to the east. Uh... Pretty certain they took all our stuff in there if we want to gear up. I'm walking that way. Yeah, same. I'm going to yep, throw my hood up and... <clears throat> I'm going to start walking with Roslyn, but then turn around and like do a little <laughs> flinch at the Minotaur and his friend. <laughs> yes! <laughs> do I what? Just okay. sort of uh, like a, a psych them out flinch. Right, give me intimidation. Snap at, snap at him like a dog. <laughs> I have a tiny dog at my house that does that. <laughs> 16. Hey, All right. Both of them just sort of <laughs> back from you. Yes! <laughs> like they weren't expecting it. Like. What what's wrong with your dog, dude? <laughs> they don't say anything, but that's the reaction you get right. on their faces. <laughs> so, I mean, I can provide a list. <laughs> so you go in and uh, you go into this room and you find there are several chests similar to the one wrestling that you saw the imps dragging in. Okay. I start throwing them open and looking for my shit. Yeah, you throw them open and very easily you find all of your equipment. In addition to a lot of the equipment that you assume belongs to others as the rest of these people that were in cells with you come and start gathering stuff up. Excellent. So I spend, I, 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 I get my chain mail on, I, I put my 
Yeah. Spend some time organizing my great axe, my warhammer, my hand axe. Oh yeah, you all start. Uh, you, you all start getting your equipment put back and put together. And I want you all to go ahead and or- arrange yourselves. Arrange yourselves on this side of that line. However, you, okay. wherever you want to be on that side of that line. Um. Is, my loot. I'm assuming after, you mean once we've grabbed our. Yeah, this, this is this is this is where you where you have ended up while you're putting your gear on, and you will have all of your gear on before a thing happens. Um. Actually, I do have a question. Is there yes. are there more chests than there are people here? No. Okay. The only stuff in here appears to be the equipment of the prisoners. Well, then I would be over here. <clears throat> you do notice that the uh, the robed figure that came out the other side is a warforged. You all you're all familiar with what a warforged is, and you see him grabbing a bra- grabbing a uh, a belt of daggers. Holding up his left arm and a and a just part of his arm just pops open and he starts loading daggers into his forearm. Nice. You also notice that his face is oddly designed. Looking at him from underneath the hood, you see that uh, he had rather than sort of a smooth humanoid face, it's been carved out jagged, giving him a shark grin of teeth going up the sides of his face. Double nice. <laughs> Several of the people, uh, uh, the woman that seemed to be, the woman uh, that you were introduced to as Seratifa, who appears to have sort of snake scales on her face, uh, as well as uh, Kalinarian and uh, the the elven woman, uh, the elven woman from the other room and the uh, the uh, Cosmos, uh, all grabbed books and tomes and seemed to be flipping through stuff and sort of... Uh, testing out a bit of their skills. As you guys are getting your equipment, you've come to realize basically you are all still fine and exactly the way you were before you came in. All of the people with you, however, have had an amount of their abilities drained. Several of them do not have access, do not have the capability, the magical reservoir to cast anything more than cantrips. Uh, Several of them have lost their proficiency with certain abilities that they seem to have previously had. Um, it like uh, Farron, for instance, you know, seems to be crinkling his fingers as his dexterity seems to have taken a hit from being in here for too long. Uh, so you're getting the suspicion that they will be, if you guys get into a large fight, they will be useful to an extent, but they're not going to be at their full strength or nearly as strong as you guys are at the moment. Gee. Given that we were told to be in a position based on a based on a certain line, that might be relevant information soon. Yeah. Um, no, surely so, not. After you guys finish gathering your equipment and sort of preparing to leave out, you hear this <laughs> sacrifice is loose infernal. So several people's heads ju- uh, jump up, including Fealties, assumedly. Uh, everyone else everyone else is very like, oh, some, th- some sort of fiend is talking at me now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as you see, leaning around the corner of two of these pillars 
You knew, you know, they weren't in the room previously, but seem to have appeared in the room now. Oops. Are these two red-scaled fiends that you saw previously that were dragging in, that were dragging in uh, these chests? They look at each other and begin talking. What should we do with them? Slayer already here. You're charging wrestling. I'm char. I am charging. Yes. Alrighty, go ahead and give me. Let's everybody roll some initiative. And let's go. I am not charging quickly, but I am charging. Oh yeah. Let's see how many of these NPCs die in the first fight. <laughs> Gonna try and keep some of them. As many that we throw to the front. <laughs> or we can do that. That also yeah. works. Yeah. Better them than us. A bandit yeah, true, but a bandit gang with only five members is a very small bandit gang. Yeah, but we respawn, they don't. <laughs> some, some would call small. Uh, they would instead of saying small, they would say tight knit. <laughs> I mean, it's just a matter of wordplay. Throw them all in front now. We need some to throw in front when we Later. get to the next encounter. Yeah, that is awesome. can, can we make sure they run forward in a straight line? I don't want to do too much work when I'm killing all of them. <laughs> oh. This is their tryout. <laughs> This is this this is them attempting to do a thing. Oh, look at that! They're both on twenty. How is that? Oh, good. And we're just going to use one of their initiative. We're just going to use one initiative for the NPCs for now. All right. All right, so Zond. Razlin looks like he's about to charge these fools. Uh, do I know sort of which direction he's heading? Uh, yeah, you can tell. Razlin, which one of these two were you about to charge? He sort of gave his intention away by pointing towards, pointing directly at the, uh... He's smart enough to know whether he could reach. Uh, yep, yep. Pointing towards this one up north and going, You, you're going to die, and then getting ready to run. I see we have the rock here to lead you all. Yeah, it's more Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and so I'm just going to. Sorry, you cut out there. What was that? Uh, a wheel around in front so I can get a view of the one at the south and try to Eldritch Blast. Go ahead and make an attack. Oops. As Windows decided it wanted to close all of my windows because Windows... That's a 10. That's a 10? Hang on a second. Let me... <coughs> I have to pick everything back up. Note to developers, please stop making windows close windows. <clears throat> you rolled a 10. 
so yeah, you fire off an Eldritch Blast, and this grinning red scale demon <laughs> ducks behind the pillar and it pff, hits the pillar. And then I'll just try to hide behind uh, some mate shields. All right. Speaking of which, it's their turn. They sort of <laughs> go in Infernal. And you see from the, the, the sort of brownish, blackish, what looked like bloodstains all over the floor begin to coalesce and pull themselves off the floor. As these figures just sort of morph into being... These creatures that look kind of like greenish-brown apes that don't have a whole lot of hair but have far too many teeth uh, sort of stand up out of the ground, growling at you. Uh, very, uh, obviously not trying to say anything, just growling. As they move forward, they have a, they have on a, move, a movement speed. Five, ten... 20. One of them gets close. One of them, they're very obviously, they're roughly the size of Merrick. Using Merrick as our measuring stick. Um, <clears throat> the Merrick system. The Merrick system, yeah. Not quite as good as the metric. Four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So they sort of shamble up as they pull themselves out of the ground, getting up close and into range with a couple of you. Two of them seem to be attacking the centaur, uh, and missing badly as they roll. One of them seems to be attacking the dwar the uh, the small uh, Durgar, uh, also missing as the Durgar manages to get her shield up and in the way. Uh, and as they're doing that, the two back by the, the two back by the uh, pillars sort of look over the heads of the of the demons that are sort of rushing in up to the front line. Any meeny miny mo. The one that Raslin had pointed out points back at Raslin, and as he does, a bolt of fire just erupts from the finger as he finishes counting. Okay. Uh, does an eighteen hit you? Yes, it does. You take one point of fire damage as this little spit of flame smacks into your shoulder. The other one aims for... Aims at Zond, because Zond aimed at him. <clears throat> does a 12 hit you, Zond? It does not. All right, this bolt of fire whizzes, whizzes towards you and you just jerk out of the way as it hits the ground between Raslin's legs because you're standing there right next to Raslin. All right, and that makes it Fealty's turn. Aaron. I, I know. Um, Fealty will... Calmly step up here. And I'm going to do Word of Radiance, so all of them are going to need to make con saves. All right. And that's a five foot. So Did that not roll a. Yeah, everyone within five feet. Sorry. 
So one, so, two, so four con saves. All right. Four con saves. <clears throat> Sorry, it didn't. I need to find the. So, only one of them made it. <laughs> the other three all failed. So I forgot to add the damage die when I inputted the spell card, so I'm just going to roll a d6 now. All right. They each take six damage. All right. The three and so the one right next to you. Radiant damage specifically. Yes. The one right next to you uh, seems to manage to be able to, and is it if they succeed, avoids it entirely or takes half damage? If they succeed, avoid it entirely. Um, uh, it doesn't have a secondary effect because it can hit a lot of people if you're in the right spot. All right. Uh, so yeah, the, the three in front of you all shriek back or shrink back from the radiant damage as they take it. The one next, the one immediately to the south of you seems to manage to be able to avoid the effect. <clears throat> oh, it's. I see what I did. Never mind. <laughs> I accidentally inputted it as having a level. So, Never mind. Yep. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Uh, I have all my equipment now, right? Yes, you do. That is my turn. Okay. Yeah, everyone has all of your equipment on. Toss pit. Uh, he's going to lean around the corner of this pillar. And he's going to be like, yeah, guys, go get him. And he's going to cast a... Uh, Ray of Frost at the one directly south of Fealty. Okay, go ahead and make the attack. A nine misses nine. as it <laughs> arcs past and ices over a patch of the wall on the northern side of the room. The creature sort of looking like, again, looking like this sort of greenish-brown monkey of some sort, sort of turns, looks at you, and just sort of grunts. As in, you've got its attention now. Wow. All right. Is that the anything else on your turn? Um. He's going to move back. Whoops. He's he's going to take a few steps back. All right. <clears throat> so the tiger man that didn't seem to that didn't seem to go grab anything uh, when when you guys went when you guys found all this equipment, he just sort of hung back and chilled and didn't seem to actually care to grab or get anything. Uh, holds out his hands and just sort of flicks out these razor sharp claws uh, as he moves up to sidle next to the cent- uh, to sort of flank one of these creatures with the centaur uh, in front of uh, the the flank one of them with the centaur. And he's going to make a couple of attacks. Miss. Miss. He's unfortunately going to miss rolling two natural ones on his first two attacks. Shit. As he's... But just seems to not quite calculate correctly for the smaller target that he's attacking, and just whiffs both times. With the exception of my initiative roll, I don't think I've rolled above a four yet. The... Oh, he has advantage. Hang on. Let me roll two more times just to see. Ah! Actually, he doesn't whiff. He hits. 
just sort of carving into this creature with his razor-sharp cat claws. It seems like, as much as he may be weaker than he would normally be, cat claws remain cat claws. Uh, the centaur bucks up and kicks at it and just sort of splatters the head of this creature in front of her. Killing one. The others seem to be moving a little bit slower and don't seem to be able to do anything on this turn. Merrick. Okay. Uh, to check. Clarify which ones are dead. Uh, only one is dead. Hang on, I'm, I'm trying to make roll 20 listen to me. There we go. Okay. That one is dead. <coughs> um, so I am going, Eric's going to step up to over here. Uh, which one's the one that threw the fireball? Uh, they both. Uh, the, the two behind oh, the pillars, dead. yeah. Okay. Both of them spit a fireball. Um, okay. Then I'm actually going to uh, target this one right here, this dret, mm -hmm. this creature, uh, and use vicious mockery. All right. I'm just going to say, think real hard about what you're doing. It may be hard, or it may be difficult, but uh, at least try. And DC 14, or take three, psychic. Uh, rolling a 15 on the check... Uh, which is impressive because it has a minus one. Uh, the 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 fiend just sort of looks at you and cocks a head like it's not sure what you're saying. You can't think. That was the pro. That was the assumption I made. Uh, bonus action. I can inspire, can't I? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna inspire Raslin and say, "Go get him, buddy." <laughs> So you have an inspiration. All right. What, I don't know if you this room, but it's good to know. And what dice is what dice do you give as inspiration? Uh, D6. Oh, so you have D6 inspiration. All right, that'll make it Raslin's turn. So I am moving up here. Uh-huh. And I am, since I didn't get the, since I was denied the use of it before, <laughs> that's going to hit the two dretches in front of me and that, 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 that yes, it will. The cackler. Other thing. Um, DC 13 dex save or take 8 acid damage for if they make the save. Alright. And these are two that have previously been injured as well. Uh, dex saves. A natural 20 and a 15 for the two dretches in front of you. Okay. Uh, the Cackler. And none of them are resistant to acid either. Um, rolls a 20. Not a natural 20, but a 20. Of course they did. So they all take half damage, but four acid damage that they're not resistant to is better than no acid damage that they're not yep. resistant to. Uh, did it perchance kill either of the two dretches? It did not. But they are looking very poorly. Okay, that's fine. Um, I am going to. This is very stupid, uh -huh. but I am playing a very stupid character. I Do your thing. Ten feet. All right, you're going to take two attacks of opportunity. Uh huh. 
Does an 11 hit you? No. Does a 17 hit you? Yes. You take five points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, 15, 20, one more. A six misses. Yep. 25, 30. Okay. I told this guy he was dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my turn. All right. Oh, wait, wait. You know what? Bonus action to second wind. You do that. Uh, ten plus one. Well, it could have been better, but that's fine. Okay, I know I'm done. All right, Zond. I'm seeing that uh, Raslin's going to go have some fun. I'm, I'm going to continue trying to Eldritch Blast the other one in the back, so I'll move out again. Okay. There's a 21 hit. A 21 absolutely hits. I really hope so. Hmm. Uh, so for 10 force damage. The Cackler sort of leaning out watching... <laughs> And then this Eldritch Blast just hits it in the face, and its face goes away. <laughs> yes! As you killed it, exactly. Now who laugh? <laughs> As it falls to the ground, an ethereal cackle continues on, but no one is near enough for that to have an effect, so it just hits the ground. Uh, anything else in your turn? Character names just can nope. suddenly get much bigger, or is it just me? No, they did for me, too. Okay. I don't know why they got much bigger, but they did. Not a big deal. I just randomly, I looked away and looked back, and they looked bigger, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if I had lost my mind. No, they, they, they looked bigger to me as well, and it's weird. Anyways. Uh, anything else in your turn, on? No, I'm good. All right, the other cackler's turn. <clears throat> the cackler looks at Raslin. And in this sort of broken common, uh, says... <laughs> Want to hear a funny joke? You, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Eleven. Uh, you, for whatever reason, wow. that's funny. God damn it! You just start laughing uncontrollably as you Mother are under the effect of Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh, it's hilarious, and you hit the ground. You are now prone and incapacitated and laughing. <coughs> but nothing else happens to you. Uh, the dretches continue their assault. But now they've got new things to hit. <coughs> Fealty, you've got a couple of attacks coming at you. Somebody punch me! <laughs> 
as you all watched Rasslin hit the ground laughing hilariously at something. Uh, does a 15 hit you, Fealty? Uh, let me check. I believe the answer is no. My AC is 15, so yes. Okay, so one of these little ape demons in front of you just bites out at you and just grabs out, sort of bites into your forearm. You take one point of piercing damage. Uh, and then swings at you with its claws, missing with an eight. Uh, another one attempts to bite you, misses with a 13, and attempts to slash at you, hitting you with a 20. You take four points of slashing damage. The other okay. one is attacking Valdir some more. Uh, missing and missing. And one oh, is attacking Sanguinor. Missing and missing. Yes, Jeremy? Nothing. I just realized I'm dumb. Well, you did make a low intelligence dragonborn fighter. Yes. I forgot I had an inspiration. You did have an inspiration. Would you like to retroactively use it? If I can, you absolutely sure. can. Roll that d6. Don't want to die of forgetting your inspiration right. twice in one day. As you're laying on the ground laughing, you realize that joke wasn't funny and stand back up. Awesome. <laughs> you're like, ah, ah, wait, why am I laughing? Tunk. The cackling demon just cackles some more. <laughs> I get it. Wait, wait, I get it. It's not. No. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. And missing again. All right. So the dretches only hit fealty twice out of a lot of attacks. Six. Yeah, yeah. All right. That makes it fealty's turn. All right. Guess who's getting word of radiance again? Yeah, All of the dretches sure. that are within five feet of me. You do that. Yeah, I do. You know, if these dretches could hit, several of the NPCs they were attacking would be dead, but they can't fucking hit. <laughs> Good. Well, John, I guess you're just gonna have to roleplay all of the NPCs. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I role after after this episode. You guys get to control them mechanically. I only control them for the first episode. Even better. <laughs> Uh, fail, 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 fail. All of them failed. Does it seem like that is doing damage? Oh, yeah, it is absolutely doing damage as you kill one of them. Great. The one that got breathed on. Yeah. I just didn't want to keep wasting it if it was Radiance Immunity or something. Oh, yeah, no, no. They are very clearly being affected by this. Cool. Well, that's half of my turn. I think the other thing I'm going to do is anyone injured uh, NPC-wise? Because I can see some, but not all of the... um... None of the NPCs uh, have been injured, no. Any of us injured? You. You and Raslin. Yeah, you. (laughs) Well, Raslin's less injured than me. So... Drastically, yes. Drastically less injured, yes. <laughs> Look, I don't have the worst hit points for a first level character. No, you take uh, care. It would apparently be if these hit point bars are any indication. That would be <laughs> Merrick and I think Zond. 
the uh the hit I'm, I'm all right the hit points the hit points are smaller because their tokens are smaller yeah. oh okay that's just because they're smaller size um unhelpfully hit point bars don't tell you the relative like length of the bars for different characters i mean i get it because some people so some dms like having the npc hit point bars like the monster hit point bars and you don't want to tell them exactly how many those yeah (laughs) you don't want the entire screen just to be dominated with one absolutely there are a lot of good reasons why it's not the case but it can be a little bit like Wait, the wizard. Oh, we're playing Dark Souls. <laughs> like, I, we've done 200 damage to this boss, and his health is just going down. No, it's at a time. Heart because there's a health bar, and then there's more little health bars on the bottom, and there's yeah. rows of little health bars. Bing, bing. So it's Sword Art Online then. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, and I heal myself for seven, All which right. is more than I needed. But. All right. Uh, Tosspip. Also fun because right now all the NPCs can only act two at a time. Because they're weak. Because <clears throat> you didn't want to throw in enough monsters to make this, this make it a challenge for that many people and have this fight run like seven hours. <laughs> there are I get it. there are mechanical reasons for the narrative limitations, yes. Yes. <laughs> This turns into a situation that literally that it would turn into a situation that literally happened in my tabletop game tonight, where it's let's watch the NP let's watch the DM roll all the dice in this combat. You know, they're all they are all currently zero with level NPCs, and only two of them can act at a time in a combat. <clears throat> currently, they'll get better if they survive. Which, judging by the way the dretches are trying to kill them, they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tosspip, what you doing? Can't hear you, Jeff. Tosspip covers his eyes, waves his hand, and he's going to cast Magic Missile. All right. And one missile each at the guys down in a, in, in a row. All right. So one, two, three. Go ahead and roll them. So roll top the one. Three to the first one, five to the second, and two to the one on the bottom. All right. These magic missiles hit sequentially in a row, almost like a you know, like a like a like a Macross missile array. <coughs> All right, NPC's turn. The uh, the what feels to you all to be what feels to you all to be a ASMR. Because uh, in, in in Grand Terra, ASMR have distinct physical features that you can pretty much always tell if somebody's an ASMR or not. You just can't tell an ASMR of what deity because all ASMR and Grand Terra have uh, specific physical indicators of who they're descended from. This one doesn't seem to have any, or at least none that none that any of you recognize. Uh, steps forward as Sanguinor. Whips Maybe they out. realize their own power, whips out. <laughs> their own godliness. Sanguinar, who has a who has a large glaive, uh, sort of lashes out at the at the one right next to Fealty, missing. <clears throat> uh, 
And then the large elf, that the large elf-like creature that was with the Minotaur, steps up and with a trident in in two hands, stabs down at another dretch, hitting. There you go. There we and go. killing it. So yeah, this this blue skin, this bluish green skinned elf figure with long red hair just stabs down with a trident, twists it, and pins the dredge to the ground. Uh, that makes it Merrick's turn. Okay, uh, she's going to take that back, pull her short bow off because these these damn demon things are too stupid to mock with magic uh, and shoot at, uh, let's see yeah, this one that's next to Fealty okay 21, 21 will hit, even with the partial cover <clears throat> 5 points of damage get it with the arrow awesome okay. anything else? Uh, mm, nope alright not yet Go ahead, uh, Rastlin. Rastlin pulls the great axe off of his back, raises it high over his head, and probably rolls a natural one, because this is me. Um, hey. Or a 19, which makes it a 26. 26 hits. <clears throat> For, oh, I get to re-roll that. 16 slashing oh. <laughs> damage. So you, Array, great weapon master. You bring the axe down and just split this demon in half. Ah, told you. As it splits in half, it lets out one last laugh. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 10. You take four points of psychic damage as this creepy laugh buries itself in your brain. Ha! Told you! Ow! Ha! But it's dead. Okay. And for my <clears throat> act, or for my movement, because that was, that was my action, I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, and put myself in threat range of all of these. All of, all of the dretches, so they don't murder everybody else. <laughs> all right. Or they are less likely to murder everybody else. Zond. I'm going to move behind the centaur lady and pick one essentially at random as I try to cast Toll the Dead. All right. Let's say the one to the south. So you're, are you actually moving out of the square? Yeah, and just trying to get everything to cooperate. Yeah, I'll grab you. <clears throat> that will provoke entire opportunity, because you are next to that one that's yep. next to fealty. Uh, unfortunately, it rolls a natural one. And misses Excellent. You. <laughs> so you're going for the one south of Raslin? That's the plan. Alright, that's a wisdom save, which they are just so great at. That's an eight. So it takes seven points of necrotic damage. But does it? But does it? That's the question. Yes, it takes seven points of necrotic damage. Oh, 
I'll be damned. They're not they they have very specific resistances and immunities, and necrotic's not one of them. Uh, that makes it so the cacklers are dead. You hear <coughs> you everyone rolling your perception check. Eleven. Nineteen. Five. I rolled above a four though. Thirteen. Nine. Alright, so Fealty and Merrick, the two of you, hear the sounds of combat from the floor below. You're hearing a lot of those cackling death cackles that hap that you heard when the two cacklers died a second ago. Um, and it definitely seems like there's a fight going on below and there are more demons in this building. Uh, it seems like that might be where that slayer guy that let us out could have Oh yeah, gone. That's, that's definitely where he went. Oh. <clears throat> um, also, that's where Diablo is based on this dungeon. <laughs> uh, the director's turn. <laughs> I just want to hear that music in the background now while we run through here. If it wasn't copyrighted music, I would yep. play it. Hey, Blizzard, <laughs> let us license your music for yeah. free, please. Everybody gets one, right? You all get... You all get the smell of sulfur and something else as these three remaining dretches open their maws and this green gas just erupts from out of them that's their turn fealty you need to make me make me a constitution check and you can also make a religious check a religion check if you want Thank you, religion. And I need you to make me three constitution One. checks, because you're right in the middle of them. Actually, two. Sorry, William's away. Two. All right. The three succeeds, the 15, the 15 succeeds, the three fails. I was going to say, if a three succeeds, I don't think we need no. to be worried. <laughs> uh, you are poisoned. Uh, while you are poisoned in this way, you can take either an action or a bonus action, but not both. And you can't take any reactions. Well, then I will take an action and word of radiance the two that are still near me. All right. You should say. Uh, they both saved, so they both take half. God damn it. One of them only had two hit points, though, so it's dead. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait, no, they take no uh, damage. They don't take damage. They take no damage yeah. if they save. That's right. Can't trip. That's right. Sorry, I should have said that nope. more clearly, and I... That's fine, I should have remembered. <laughs> I should have it written in the spell. I will make sure that's done. All right, let's see. So that's your action, and you can't take a bonus action right now. You can still move if you want, uh, but there is currently a 10-foot radius of gas extending from each of these guys. I'm going to go ahead and get those visible. I love hell. Uh, I, I, I love. I love this hell's dedication to the spike motif. There are lots of spikes. With the spikes that are extending <clears throat> out of the stairs in two instances. Yep. <laughs> that is awesome. 
Very 80s heavy metal. You are currently in a hell fort. And this is what they look like. <laughs> I am in the center of the Venn diagram. You are, which means you get to take all three of those things. You intentionally stood there. I did. I just like the fact that, like, it's literally a Venn diagram. <laughs> and I am in the center of. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Tosspip, it's your turn. You are not in the radius, so you don't have to make that save. Yeah. So he is going to move over to here and he's going to try to uh, rave frost the one directly south of Fealty. Okay. Roll me that attack. 23 hits. Takes five. They're not immune to ice damage. So <clears throat> the ray of frost hits it. And where normally when you see a ray of frost hit something, it sort of freezes part of it. This one freezes and then the ice immediately flakes off. It did damage, but not as much as expected. They have resistance to cold. Well, fuck nuggets. Not immunity. Well, crap. Okay, that's my turn. Alright. That makes it <clears throat> NPC's turns. Uh, the ones that are going right now are Farron and Shark. So the shark-faced Warforge steps over here and you all watch as he sort of raises an arm and the top of his forearm pops up and you see sort of the tip of a dagger. Uh, sort of just above his wrist as he fires off a dagger. And like wrestling in the base of the skull. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let's see the net one, guys. It's a mercy killing, really. <laughs> oh, hey. Natch 20 as the dagger. So wrestling, you're, you're sort of looking at these three around you and you sort of see... Uh -huh. Shark come over, uh, the Warforge come over, raise an arm, his uh, his his forearm pops open and a dagger just just nails into the back of this dretch's head, who immediately collapses as he takes a lot of damage. Technically, he also gets a sneak attack, because that's one that he still has. Plus one. Um, uh, plus two. Yeah, because that doubles too. Oh yeah, it does. It does. Hang on. Uh, plus three. Hey! Ooh. Either way, super dead. Also, his aura goes away as the fog begins to dissipate. I still did more with my great axe attack. You did. You did. <laughs> Sorry. You absolutely did. <laughs> great axes do more damage than daggers. It's true. Yes, they do. <laughs> Uh, and Farron pulls out a short bow. Copycat. Actually, no. Oh, sorry. Long bow. He doesn't have a short bow. He's a long bow. Pulls, out, pulls out a long bow. Knocks it. Aims at the one that Merrick shot. And hits. Killing that one, too.
that makes it Merrick's turn. Okay. There's only one left. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot at it with my short bow. Uh, I'll try to. I'll step over here. Boink. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hits. For five points of damage again. And that one's dead too. As the last of the dredges hits the ground and the fog of poison dissipates, uh, you all can now hear the fighting going on below you. <coughs> As several of the uh, several of the NPCs begin coughing, having been caught in the poison. Do I know what might cure dissipate this poison? Time, rest. So give me a medicine uh, check, real quick. Since you are currently under the effects of it. I'm gonna yep. take the two arrows from the one dretch. Baron can get the one from the one I killed. Twelve. Uh, this is a this is a uh, while it was generated from a demon. Uh, this is a poison that can be healed with medicine. Um, okay. So if you have an herbal kit, or if anybody has an herbal kit, they can use that to quickly batch something up. It'll take a little bit for the herbs to go into effect. Magic would also work and be quicker. Um, yeah, that's a second level spell. But, yeah. but okay, it is something that can be cured. It does not have to be waited on. Wait out. Well, yeah. You know, I'm just gonna deal with it for now. You know, you notice that the uh, Valdir, the the Durgar, is uh, pulling out a mortar and pestle and dump and putting some stuff in it and beginning to grind out uh, some sort of medicine. That also works. Medicine <clears throat> is starting to walk this way. Um, wrestling, wrestling. Don't don't go too far. Uh, the Minotaur and yeah. the big elf are following wrestling. Uh, as is Zond. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow Rassler. Uh, Auntie, okay, why Auntie, not? Auntie, we lost your camera, by the way. Huh. <clears throat> we'll kind of trail along behind. Just going, um, maybe we should <laughs> go, wait, wait for the other guy to like kill some more things. Then we can go down there. Farron, uh, Farron calls out to the group of you. We'll wait up here until this medicine's ready. <laughs> and letting you continue on your way if you so desire. I mean... Rasslin, are you... Are you okay? <laughs> are you are you poisoned? Or whatever? No? Feel fine. Bleeding from several spots, but, you know... Maybe maybe it's a good idea to 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 wait for the you know the medicine and the killing and yeah. Don't you want any trophies? I mean that one's in half. As you turn to look at the indicated cackler, these two split parts of its bodies burn away to ash as the corpses begin to burn away. <laughs> Good tactic, however. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can scoop it up into a pouch. <laughs> we all know it was a demon. Throw it in some guy's face, like eat demon ashes. <laughs> Uh, 
Are you continuing on, Jeremy? Let's see. Ress looks extremely frustrated. <sighs> Trying to do math. <laughs> Not wait long, though. Uh, Filthy, you see, you feel a tug at your elbow, and Valdir is holding up a uh, a small bowl with some sort of liquid in it. Oh, uh, is my dose medicine? Yeah, um, yeah. I will take it. You feel this? You. you feel this sort of coldness spread through your veins. It's fairly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But then it starts to warm up and you feel the effects of the poison beginning to go away. In about, okay. in about effectively three rounds, it'll go away, but you're out of combat at the moment, so that doesn't necessarily You're, yeah. you're about to say, and then everything goes dark. Make a new character. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the... You didn't want me to play this character, you very well could have just said, here, make something else. I, I didn't say that. Um, the, the dwarf looks up at you. You'll be alright. And then moves, moves back to start administering medicine to others. <clears throat> we did pretty alright. Not a scratch on most of us. Indeed. As I start to I'll start tuning my loot again because these fuckers probably messed it up. The um the, the Minotaur who, as you see now, has a halberd, uh uh and the the large elf like creature that has a trident looks over to Rass and each of them holds out a hand to shake. <laughs> the min the Minotaur the Minotaur just says Kadern. And the other one says Decimus. Rastlin. They grunt. Yeah. This is the grunt group. DLC <laughs> <laughs> will uh, walk up to uh, Lord Rastlin, if you would allow me, um, holding out Holy Symbol. Uh, just sort of touches your chest, and we're going to see how much that does. Not great. I mean, that's all my hit points. That, <laughs> at, at this level, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so you heal wrestling. Uh, Valdir appears to pass out medicine to the rest of the people that were poisoned. Farron looks around. So do we want to just charge down there and see what's going on, or do you want some of us to go quietly and scout ahead? Shit. <laughs> I'm all for the quietly. <laughs> well, I'm fucking I, hate being sneaky, but I, I'm all for the quietly thing. Yeah, me too. He wanted us to make noise, but fuck him. <laughs> Do you... But noise. We'll make noise if we find anything. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, I can help out if you're looking to be quiet, Farron says, stepping up. And the shark-faced Warforged raises a hand. 
Quiet's not normally my game, but if you need it, I can do it. The first time you guys have heard him talk. Oh, hey, Sharkface can speak. Yeah, name Shark. All of you make me a history check. <laughs> uh, Merrick, actually, you, because you're a bard, Merrick, you get to make it with advantage. Six. I doubled it. <laughs> Double don't know. Wrestling. Uh, so, well, we'll go from the bottom. Uh, Tosspip, you recall hearing stories of a pirate named Shark? Um... You never heard anything much about this pirate, just that there was a pirate fairly infamous off the coast of Morn uh, that was uh, fairly infamous for sinking ships uh, and looting the looting the remains. Uh, didn't didn't do didn't so much do the boarding action so much as just blew shit up and then fished out what was left. Um, <clears throat> Zond, you you are familiar with the tales of this pirate as well. Uh, apparently, it was a very sm a fairly small crew of pirates that would roam around the coast of Morn, uh, sinking uh, sinking trade ships and then recovering what they wanted from the bottom of the ocean. Uh, being a warforged, that now makes a little bit more sense because they have not a lot of care for uh, needing to breathe necessarily, so swimming down and fishing the remains is far easier than risking life and limb boarding the ship. Uh, Rasslin, you are very familiar with this particular batch of pirates. Uh, there's sort of a legend around Beckerland in particular, and this is sort of, this is exactly the sort of tale that you like. Right. Badass pirates blowing the fuck out of ships all over the place. In fact, you recall uh, they went missing not too long ago, this pirate ship, but the last thing that they reportedly did was take on this armada of, this like sort of naval armada, and just sinking ships left and right. Apparently the crew abandoned their own ship, and when the armada tried to board, they just started like planting mines on the bottom of the armada and blew them the fuck out of the water. Holy fuck. <laughs> Wish I knew that story. Rasslin's going, can I get your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly one person named Shark, so, but you are familiar with the name and the related stories. Right. Okay. I mean, Rasslin also already won the badass off with this guy, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, not with Shark. Not, oh, not with okay. Shark. Other... With assumedly Shark's subordinate. With Kadarin and Decimus. Yeah. Got it. I mean, I, I, I'm just guessing that they're, the, the, they're Shark's subordinates because one is a Minotaur and the other one wielded a Trident, so I think navally about both of them. Fair enough. Or nautically, I guess, would be the best. <laughs> You're navel-gazing about them, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Too late for this. <laughs> which which one was the one that was speaking uh demon <laughs> shit? Uh Farron. Farron. Have you heard any have you heard them talk about any way out of here or how they bring people in? No. But I can tell you we're on the upper floor. Those stairs lead to the roof. He says, pointing at the stairs that are right next to where Raceland's standing. 
Do we go up or down? I mean, other dude, other dude went oh. down. Fighting down. Yeah. Killing to down. We need to find a way not just out of this fortress, but out of here. Yeah, this is a thoroughly unpleasant place. I, I would prefer not to be here anymore. I'm angry <laughs> that we're here. I want to hit things until I am less angry. Healthy. Let's let's indulge that. We we go up. You just start walking up, Zond. I start walking up. All right. Zond takes the stairs up. Anyone following? I look back down. I look back towards the stairs that, that, that clearly go down with a longing look and then follow. All right. <laughs> if we go up, then we, we find fights with no need to share. Roof up. What were we trying to say, Aaron? No one's on the roof. I said, if that seems the direction we're headed. Yeah. Sure, right. or we can follow the half-elf that's this killing everything. Protesting, but continuing on. Okay. Go to the roof, get a lay of the land, and see if there's anything big to avoid and small to kill. Now you step up, up the stairs, onto the roof. Let me get all your character tokens up here real quick. I just noticed the giant skull down below. <laughs> and above. Yep. So you step out onto the roof of the of what appears to be a large spiky fort. Looking down, it seems like looking down, it seems like you're about six stories up when you're standing on the roof. Uh, to the north, there are two giant skulls facing away, facing a path leading away, flanked by a river of lava, flanked by a river of molten lava on either side. Or is it magma widths exposed? I don't know. Looking to the south, you see equally another another set of skulls flanking a, a road away and uh, more lava. It seems like the fort that you're standing on itself is sort of ringed with lava. Um, <clears throat> it is magma. Lava. Uh, <laughs> on the surface, it's lava. Magma. Uh, either way, it's ringed with it. Molten hot magma. Molten hot magma. The so, the cobblestone the cobblestone construction that you are that you are sort of walking on continuing to be that oddly like blood stained brown as you move it get it's hotter up here than it was in the in the in the in the room below much harder you actually felt that you know when you you know when you walk into a room that has a different temperature you actually feel where the temperature threshold is <laughs> as soon as you pass that threshold all of you just begin sweating. And Dragonborn Sweat is particularly impressive. Yep. You have found yourselves up onto the roof. There does not appear to be any... There do not appear to be any demons up here at the moment. 
Uh, anyone who would like to look around can make me perception checks. Yes. <laughs> there are not enough things for wrestling to kill yet. I don't know why. Um, actually, is there any sunlight up here? Yeah. I don't think so, but... <clears throat> Um, Natural 20. <laughs> same here. <laughs> uh, can you guys not see? It's oh, I can see. I Just because I have a thing if there's sunlight. Oh. Uh, so there is not distinctly sunlight? No, it's very... It is ambiently mm. well lit enough for it to qualify as sunlight, though. Like, it's not a sun, but it qualifies for your sunlight sensitivity. Alrighty. It's hot. Uh, Zond, it's hot and bright out here. Um, Tosspip, it's hot and bright out here. American Fealty. So looking out and looking out, you see, you see the two skulls. You see the you see the, the 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 road ahead, and you see what looks like a wasteland of broken ground and lava stretching out in either direction. And taking uh, particular cues from the surrounding area, uh, you note that there doesn't seem to be any civilization anywhere else. Fealty, make me a religion check with advantage. Yay. Double ones. <clears throat> uh, it's going to be a one and a two. that mart so that's not impossible 18 and 18 so fealty with this knowledge and and uh merrick you can actually make this roll you can actually make a history roll merrick uh, for you with advantage um fealty looking around at the terrain and what you can see of the terrain uh <laughs> coupled with your knowledge of religion uh this is a particular this is a particular level of hell associated obviously with fire um, but also uh, with illusion and and uh, um, um, deception. Uh, this is a level of hell that is not what it seems at any point. And at any point, uh, it is often called the mirage hell uh, because even though it looks abandoned, walking ten feet, you could find yourself in very different locale, very different uh, uh, sort of structures around you. Nothing can be trusted that you can see visually basically. Um, it is a realm of demons and devils. It is the it is the um, it is said to be the seat of um, hang on, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, it is said to be the seat of, of Thorgar uh, the Demon Prince of Mischief. <clears throat> Alright. Then I'll... Killed his brother Loki-gar for that title? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Merrick, yep. you've heard... Merrick, you've heard stories of uh, the various hells that you tell as a bard. Um... You know that you know you actually know that uh, you 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 sort of pieced together how you guys got here was probably from being thrown in here by demon worshippers, and the only demon worshipping cult you can think of at the moment is the Bladong cult. Uh, you're pretty certain that they're worshippers of Thorgar. Yeah, this is probably. I hope this isn't because he heard the joke I made about his name. 
You're pretty certain it's because you heard the jerk you made about his yeah. name. Yeah. That's the last it's the last time I call him anal. An all an all bladong takes a lot of pride in his name. <laughs> yep. And I made one joke in poor taste and now we're all in hell. Uh, <laughs> it's all your I mean, fault. The bigger problem is I legitimately now think that's his name. <laughs> So, that's what the two of you know, from looking out the surrounding landscape. If I might... This land is... said to be a home to Thorgar, Prince of Mischief. It might be well within our interest to be cautious of what we can see. I think I have an idea of how we got here now, at least who sent us here. Raslin not concerned about what he can see. Any Raslin idea of how to get out? What he cannot see. <laughs> you know what Raslin cannot see? Things to kill. Yes. My apologies. No one here. Too bright. Back inside. We go down. <laughs> no, no portals going things on the horizon. No, it's nothing. Zon, make me another perception check with your disadvantage because it is too bright. Merrick, any of the stories tell of how to get out? You guys, Four. Zon, what, what noise would come out of Zon if he suddenly found himself falling? The group of you hear that as Zon disappears as he steps down the stairs. It was more the point that. Oh. Zon! And I go diving. <laughs> you hit the stairs and skid. That looked like it hurt. Uh? <laughs> I'm looking around. You hear a voice calling from below. Is there a hole in the ceiling? Because your kobold friend fell down here. Ow. Apparently there is. So. So. He'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. So, Merrick, do you have any, any of the stories tell how to get out? No, just just we probably put us Zond, you took six points of damage from falling. Ow! Ow. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you landed directly on your head. <laughs> nope. On a spot that actually did damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Now, oh. wrestling has run downstairs at this point. Oh. Yeah. No tales on... Yeah, no, I didn't really study these tales more of... <laughs> how to spook villagers into giving me the damn money uh, to prevent them because I also yeah <laughs> if I so might stuff that would ward this away but yeah I might Lady Merrick well I don't know how we might escape I can and say that what we see upon the horizon and in front of us very well may not be accurate or consistent. 
Okay. Well. Take her word. <coughs> then I think we should go find that half elf because if he got here on his own, I think he knows the way out. And it'll give Rayson something to punch. Also, at this point, you guys have stopped hearing the sounds of battle below you. Heading down, following. Uh, I've I, I, I've picked Zond up, set Zond back up, standing up, <laughs> like dust off a little bit. <laughs> you okay, you, you carry. <laughs> Turn over, bend over, <laughs> get up, <laughs> up, up. <laughs> Wrestling is now carrying Zon on yep. his shoulders. <clears throat> so, that's it. Heading down. Yes. Yes. All right. Yep. The group of you head down. Immediately before you, the next level down, uh, you see a bunch of corpses that are burning to ash. No sign of the half-elf, but there's about ten more dretches and cacklers that are dead down here. As I pull you all into the next level. Do-do-do-do. do 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 And as I clear the fog of war, because... The other the other lighting sucked, so I needed to fix it. I just can turn it off. I don't care. There we go. So you all come down, however you want to come down. Yep. You find yourself in a large room, a larger room with the same four pillars that seem to be the through line through the through the rest of the thing, and a slight raised altar in the middle. Uh, there is a there is some sort of machine on the altar uh, that is that it looks to have been previously functional and has now shut down. There is this uh, sort of steady thrum of sort of uh, electricity in the air that you can sort of feel as something that had been operating in the room prior to you coming down. <clears throat> it looks sort of like a doorway with no walls or door. They're sort of standing in the middle, and there's a scorch mark emanating out from the ground between the two pillars of the door, which is currently surrounded by dead uh, creatures. Is there any markings on these pillars? Uh, uh, yes, there are. Do you read Infernal? I absolutely do not, but I will point to <laughs> I'll point to him and say, "Can anybody read this?" John, what does it say? So these appear to be not uh, strictly speaking uh, words or anything, but they are warding runes uh, made in infernal. Uh, it seems like the demons intended to use this gate to try to repel something through it like they were trying to shunt an entity out. You imagine, based on the its location comparative to where you guys were, this was probably what they were going to use you guys to activate, based on the runes that you're seeing on the pillars. Uh, I humbly apologize. I cannot read it. From 
from my limited understanding of this form of arcane, it seems to be some sort of banishment, perhaps intended to be activated by our sacrifice. Though this is simply my humble conjecture. I step back slowly about 15 feet. <laughs> Aslan blinks three times. You, you know, tapping on one of the pillars, these could very well be load-bearing pillars. Um, the elf that was, the elf that's wearing sort of this really well-put-together blue outfit <laughs> sort of pushes her way through the rest of the crowd uh, at hearing the, hearing the term banishment uh, device. Um, comes up, sort of looks at the pillars. I think you're right. And she moves over towards the gate itself. I think I can activate it. Um, does it say where it goes? She sort of spends a minute looking at it. I'd have to study it for a little bit. And it would require energy. Uh, she sort of looks at the others, at the group of you, <clears throat> and the other NPCs. Do you think you guys could bring me some of those demons without killing them? Raislin, it would mean you'd have to punch them and not chop them. No, it would mean I would have to finish them with punches and not chop. Well, I can chop all I enough. want until they're until then. Close enough. Is, is, is that good for you? And if we run into a large group, I may be able to put a few of them to sleep for a while. He puts his great axe back, hands the great axe off to Zond <coughs> to put on his back. Reaches over I, the other side, pulls out the war hammer. <laughs> I think I'd struggle with it, but I'd try I mean, just to position yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. If um, she sort of looks at the group of you, points at uh, Saratifa, Valdir, Cosmos, Kalinarian, um, yeah, and, and points at those four. If you four could stay with me, I think I could prepare this to run. And I think I could probably determine where it goes. Uh, and if any of you are arcanely inclined, you could also assist. But uh, this is a this is an arcane contraption, and I think I can repurpose it to suit our needs. Trap. Contraption device. Blink. No, I can. I can walk. I don't need a stick. Okay. You have to do a bunch of jiggery pokery, and then it would hopefully take us home. Which I might be able to help you <clears throat> with if you want to go get some fuel. And you mean punch bracelet. demons? Yes. I can punch demons and pound. I mean, I. I can help you, Raz. I have a trick in case you go too far. Okay. Yep. Oh, I uh, do enjoy pounding demons. 
Farron looks over. Uh, Sanguinor and I can stay and guard them while they're working, if you want to take the rest. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Lady Merrick, would you like to assist with the gate, or will you be joining us? I don't know much about the technicalities of magic. I can just kinda... do it? But uh, I think I'd be a little bit more help going with because I can knock some out for a minute and we can tie them up. <coughs> Pleasure to have And I will gladly stay and help out figure out the gate thing. <laughs> All right, so. It involves less stabby things. <laughs> that leaves. Boring part. That leaves uh, the pr- Price of Pride, who you have determined is a Tapaxi monk. Uh, Thema, who you have determined is a centaur warrior of some kind. Uh, Shark, who you have determined is a warforged rogue. The best. Uh, Kadern, <laughs> uh, Kadern, who is a uh, centaur fighter. Or sorry, a minotaur fighter. Um, yep. And Decimus, who is a something barbarian. Right. Uh... You guys get to pick which one of those you would like to control in addition to, or in at least in Jeff's case, in place of your main character as well. Can you please put that list in chat? Yes, I will. Thank you. And every time you say shark, I want to say bait ooh after every time. <laughs> I was going with the baby shark song. I... I heard a snippet of it. I don't I... know why that's become part of pop consciousness meme territory, but I remember that from my childhood. I, I'm just because a lot of millennials that... are parents now, and their kids are listening to it on loop endlessly, like mine are. Oh, that's right. I just picture Shark Face from Red versus Blue. I I go to Glass Shark from Bim Bam, so we got a nice little pop culture thing going on. I'm old. I just think Dana, Dana. Well, all the shark talk just just reminded me of Street Sharks. So you've got keep going with this. That's fine. That's fine. Buys me time to type stuff. So yeah, you've got Kadern, who is a Minotaur fighter, uh, Shark, who is a Warforged rogue, Thama, who is a Centaur warrior of some kind, Blood Hunter, but you guys don't know what a Blood Hunter is at the moment, uh, Tabaxi Monk, and Decimus, who is a uh, who, uh, whose name I misspelled. Dibs on Minotaur. All right. You will see a hirelings folder appear in your journal with the hireling in question that you choose to work with, that you choose to uh, pilot. I'll, I'll take Price of Pride. All right. He goes by Pride. And so basically the way this, the way the hirelings will work in this campaign, and this will be throughout the campaign, uh, you guys will have them at your disposal to use whenever you would like. Oftentimes you'll want to leave some behind to work on an objective, like in this case working on the gate, and take others with you. You will be able to control them mechanically in combat, but I will control them narratively still. So right. they have the knowledge that they have. I know what that is. I will make them make roles for that stuff privately or whatever. Um, and I will control them, sort of their personalities and, and how they react and how, what they say. But you will still control them in combat. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take Kadern. Okay. 
Uh, Jeremy has Kadarin. Oh, uh, yeah. I, oh, I thought you took uh, the Minotaur. Kadarin is yes, the Minotaur. Kadarin is the Minotaur. Oh, not the Minotaur, the cent- the Centaur. Uh, that's Thema. what I thought you took. Yeah, yeah. Thema is the Centaur. Okay, I'll take Thema then. Okay. So, Kadarin, Thema, Pride have been taken. Yes. Um, Shark and Decimus are what's yeah. left. Anti-references? I mean, I think I I would have fun with Decimus, but I do not have a preference. All right, then I'll take Shark. That's what I want anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> so you should now be, uh, as soon as I get done with this, you should see their character sheets in the Hirelings folder. You'll also should be able to control their tokens. You'll see that as zero with level characters, they are not without abilities, but their abilities are reduced. Some of them don't have their some of them don't have their proficiency bonuses on their weapon attacks. Some of them only some of them have most of them have a reduced hit dice. Some of them ha- are missing their class features as well. Um, so you'll have so. You feel free to take a second to look at that while I narrate a few more things. Uh, and while I'm narrating a few more things, Jeff, if you could make me an Arcana check with uh, with Tosspep. Okay. Uh... <laughs> All right, and Aaron Shark should be in your thing now. Twenty-four. I finally rolled well. Twenty-four. Yeah, damn. All right, I... so. You're determining, and through your conversations with who you are, who, who you are uh, coming to understand is named Viarason, uh, uh, the elf that that stepped up first. You are determining that this is a planner bridge. Uh, this is a magic technical device designed to punch a hole uh, through the planner boundaries in order to gate a number of people out. Uh, it functions basically as a as a magical item that forms the gate spell, but it only works from point to point. <laughs> you're not sure where the other point is, and you're not going to be able to determine where the other point is at the, uh, uh, without extensive study. But you can determine that it requires a massive amount of magic to operate because of the barrier between the material plane and the planet and the, and the divine realms, which you are currently in. The hells are considered divine realms because divine is just anything that isn't the elemental plane or the material plane or whatever. Um, <clears throat> blood sacrifice would be the standard demonic way of operating it, and hence the large number of sacrifices they seem to have been collecting. Uh, it seems like, just from your initial survey, it seems like they intended, and from what the others have, have told you, it seems like they intended to sacrifice you all, open this gate, shove the Slayer guy out, and then close it behind him. Uh, that didn't seem to have gone the way they anticipated it going. Uh, but in order to activate it, you're going to need roughly 12 sacrifices. So you're going to need at least 12 Still alive demons to sacrifice to the machine. Or you can sacrifice okay. some of the people you've got. That's up to you guys. I was going to say, we have. That means we need two demons. <laughs> okay, that would also work. Because yeah. there are a total of 10 NPCs. There are. <laughs> you, could absolutely go, go sacrifice, you could absolutely sacrifice all of the NPCs that are there helping you out. They would fight you, but you could do that. 
<laughs> the GM annoyance shows. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That just means that many less people he has to role play. In a... <laughs> yeah, you, you always go for extra in case you need spares, but yeah. then we can bring some with us for fun. Yep. So, roughly 12 sacrifices are necessary to operate the gate. However, you determine to make that count. Go. All right. So, you have your minions, which, so, the level that you're on right now has an exit out to, to a balcony. Uh, has two exits out to uh, two balconies on, uh, on both the north and south side. And the hallway back leads to another room that you haven't gone into yet, but you're presuming is similarly structured to this one. There is also one staircase going down in the far corner. <clears throat> Where would you like to go? Down seems best choice. Well, down is where the fighting's at, so... <coughs> All right, heading down? Yeah. Yep. All right, I'll give you a second to operate <coughs> this thing here. So, we've got Decimus, Kadern, Raslin, Zond, and I'll turn on their name tags in a minute. It's just that there are so many of them, and they're so close together that oh, legit. <laughs> you would yeah. you wouldn't be able to see anybody else's names. Also, filthy, you're not poisoned anymore. If you want to take that uh, token, oh. yes. Sorry about that. I you're fine. knew that. you are fine. You copy you guys. Move you over here. All right. No. You find yourselves down, you find yourselves in what seems to be a small connecting hallway. Uh, the stairs that lead down are the ones right there on the side. There's a hallway leading to your north, stairs going to the south that lead up into another balcony and potentially another room beyond it. Oh, shit. Can we hear anything happening here? Yeah, uh, get your perception check. Anyone who would like to give me a perception check. Listening for the sounds of fighting. That is a 14. 21. Mm-hmm. It was a 14. It was a 15 for, for Rasslin and a 14 for... Kadarin? Kadarin. Oh, we're supposed to be rolling for them too, right? If you want. <clears throat> It seems unfair not to let them roll. Yeah, that was uh, twenty was Thema. Shark was eleven. Okay. Well, seeing as Toastpip is staying up the top, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, but you're so you're yeah. only operating with the one. Uh, so <coughs> everyone that rolled a ten or above, which is all of you, uh, can hear the sounds of chains rattling. Uh, in the rooms immediately to your immediately to the north of you, you're not hearing any sounds of combat. It seems like it seems like whatever wherever the Slayer went, he's not making a lot of noise anymore. If he's still here, um, there are this is definitely the sounds of the chain, chains rattling in the rooms to the north of you, right. uh, and there doesn't seem to be any sounds coming from the rooms built to the south. Sounds like. Sounds like victims to me. 
heading that way. Alright. As you head further north, you're determining that they are definitely in the rooms further north. Okay. Keep going. Alright. As you as you continue on the hallway to the north, passing a hall that leaves off to the left, but continuing on north, you first find roughly here. So people can arrange themselves however they like up here. <clears throat> you find a room that is filled with what look to be masses of flesh chained to the walls. Let's see if the token will appear. There it is. There are creatures in here. There, there are several creatures in here that appear to be chained to the wall and look vaguely like they've melted into the wall itself. And as you, as you step into the room, they begin to stir. And we're going to roll initiative. Everyone but Decimus is going ahead of the lemurs. Sorry, Sherrick has not rolled yet because oh. I'm dumb and closed his character sheet. That's fine. My statement remains. <coughs> Alright, Merrick. So you're oh, a bit further behind, but you can hear the sounds of something moving in this room that uh, Rastlin has walked, in, uh, walked up next to. Um, I haven't heard any yelps of pain or oh shits. Not so. yet, no. Yep, nope. So I'm actually going to pitter-patter my feet over here. I'm going to try to sneak over to this corner and see if I can see around the corner. All right. I'm in your perception check. Perception 12. <laughs> you hear the sound of something moving in that room immediately to the south of you. You can't tell what it is yet, though. Also, right. I apologize for the state that I am slowly devolving into, but apparently my sinuses have decided that now is the time to attack me. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, How dare you? How dare gonna, I have sinuses? All right. I'm going to hug this corner or whatever, uh, pull out my short sword, and hold my action if anything turns this corner. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stab it. <clears throat> all right. Or it's Price of Pride's turn, uh, as Price of Pride just unfurls their claws. Unfurls their claws and looks like... I'm assuming these will do. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. <clears throat> and yep, nope, he's just going to step up and punch a guy. So it does get his attack bonus action attack. So Okay. Um I was gonna take a claw at him first to see how durable is this guy. Alright. Well a ten hits. And... 
Good for seven. Um, <laughs> does he look annoyed or does he look... I just give him a bloody nose. Uh, you carve... Uh, you carve him quite good with that one hit. <clears throat> and is it's like rake with Lord Claw. like, huh, well, I can take a punch. And I'm not attempting to kill him. Okay. So. 13 hits. For nine. So claw it. It sort of writhes against the claw and you just knock it out. It slumps in its chains. It is unconscious. We'll actually put it like that. There we go. Unconscious. All right. Zond. I'm going to jump backwards off Raslan and try to fire off an Eldritch Blast at the one that's more north of the center as I go. Okay. Make your attack. <coughs> as you basically rocket propel yourself off of Raslan with the Eldritch Blast. Does pack tactics apply here? Uh, you do have an ally in melee, if that matters. I don't know what pack tactic says. If you want to put it in. 12 hits. What does pack tactic say? Uh, you have advantage on attack, rolled against a creature if at least one of your allies is within five feet of it and the ally and the ally isn't incapacitated. Yes, yes, that would apply. For seven four C damage. You blast it for some damage. All right, wrestling. I'm moving in. Yep. 10, 15. <clears throat> I may take an attack of opportunity there. Uh, you do. As one of them just phases through the chains, it seems like the chains aren't actually holding these things in place. It's just sort of for show. As, the, as its meaty, sort of viscous nature just pops through it and it tries to hit you. But an 11 misses. And then since since Zond already fucked this one up, uh, we will just go ahead and punch. Um, 17. 17 hits. So... Uh, it was one to, one to, no, uh, six damage. You. It's just a pun. Pop it out. It is unconscious. Go. Uh, and I don't have anything to do for bonus action, so I'm done. All right. That makes it Kadarin's turn. All right. Kadarin. Kadarin has a halberd, I believe. Either a halberd or a glaive. Five, ten, fifteen. <laughs> 2025 20, 30 and uh, let me see how much a <coughs> uh, glaive actually yep glaive and horns um yeah we'll go ahead and and, and hopefully not kill him with the glaive 14 14 hits for 11 slashing still up Okay. <laughs> Not dead. As Kadarin just 
comes in with this glaive and just smashes it down. You can sort of feel a bit of reverberation in the walls as as the glaive hits the ground, having sliced through it. And he's actually going to move over over here to give some more people a chance to get in and beat shit up. All right, fealty. Hmm. Guess who doesn't really have a ranged option? <laughs> um. You know what? Why not? Let me check that. Um, so Fealty will walk in. <laughs> Word of Radiance. Okay. Uh, so the two that are there yep. need to make con saves. Oh, wait, no. Taking that back because that is a spell. Um, yeah, I, I'm just going to try and hit one with my mace. Okay. Because do that non-lethally. Because uh, I was going to say, there's one that's at zero hit points, technically, that would be no. within range. Also, I can choose my targets. Yeah. So I wouldn't be hitting that. <clears throat> Fair. But, um, but no, you're right. It's a spell. Um, so, you know, a mace is less lethal than a cantrip. Yeah. <laughs> um, 22. 22 hits. One right in front of you? Yeah, one right in front of me. It's unconscious. Okay, and then I will take an opportunity attack for this potentially, but I'm just going to back out with the rest of my movement. Does a 21 hit you? Yes. Uh, You take one point of bludgeoning damage as as the one right next to Kadarin just sort of lashes out, again, feebly, just slapping across your armor. Uh, You can make a religion check if you'd like. Okay. As the cleric. Ten. Uh, so these are, are Lemures. They are the lowest rung of existence in hell. Like, they these are the things that other demons and devils torture for fun. Do they still count as life force for the purposes of sacrifice? They still count as life force for purposes of sacrifice. Great, that's all they will ever need to do now. Their pitiful existence has amounted to something. Isn't that great for them? (laughs) Uh, It's Shark's turn. Awesome. Shark is going to walk in and go for that one there. All right. Shark comes in and from the forearms where he previously loaded in daggers, he sort of flicks his wrist and shink, shink, two short swords just erupt from his wrist and into his hands. So, John, quick clarification. Yes. Oh, wait, no. Offhand dagger is not something that's a specific class ability. It is just a thing that people with daggers can do. Yep. Cool. And offhand short sword as well, I believe you should have. I'm going to put the short sword in his main hand, but... Yeah. Oh, right. He, he has, has two. two. He has two. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. You know, it's, uh, it's yeah. marked as offhand so that it doesn't add his ability <laughs> damage to the damage. Um, I mean, it's the same modifier. I just pressed the wrong button. I assume eight doesn't an eight, hit. An eight does hit. Oh. <laughs> um. Then I'm going to hit short sword. No, they have the same damage as well. So it's All 11 right. piercing damage. It's still up. 
And non-lethally offhand dagger, 15. That hits. Two. Yep. And so Shark, with that short sword in one hand, stabs into it, then pulls a dagger out, flips it around, and just pommels it into the head of the lean muir. And it is unconscious. And then Shark will, to give people more space, move to stand over this thing or next to this thing's corpse. All right. And it's Thema's turn. Um, okay. Looks like it's going to be a tight squeeze in there. She's going to run up here. Uh, see, has this one been touched at all? Nope. Okay, so she'll run up, uh, <laughs> pull out a javelin, and attempt to, to stick it. Actually, getting any closer from the doorway. Uh, from the doorway. Okay. She's going to throw it because uh, right. it's a little, it's a tight squeeze in there. Yep. Uh, so 15. 15 hits. 11 piercing damage. It's still up. Yep. So wrestling, a javelin <clears throat> goes over your shoulder and <clears throat> into the uh, into the one of the north wall. And then she's going to back back up. Okay. And it's the Lemure's turn. The one that lived to its turn. Yep. Tries to punch Raslin. Does an 18 hit? Uh, yes, it does. You take four points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. As it rolled a four on its 1d4 plus zero. And that makes it Decimus' turn. Ooh, there's not a lot of space. So he's just going to move up and hold a, a attack in case something comes from behind. All right. Merrick. Uh, so nothing came around. I've heard a whole bunch of shit over here now. Yep. Uh, I couldn't even reach the door if I, unless I dashed. Uh, so one, two, three, four... Five. You could have reached the door. I only have a speed of 25. Yeah, it's only 15 feet. Oh, yeah, no. Back the way <laughs> we came. Or oh. Back where the lemurs are. Oh, I thought you were trying to check out what, what sounds you heard. Uh, Actually, yeah, no, I'll do that. One. Never take the advice of the DM. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'll just try to, to listen in. I'm not going to peek my head around. <laughs> All right. You hear the sounds. You're at the door, so you don't even need to roll. You hear the sound of something munching, flesh being torn apart. Like something is, like a beast of some kind is eating very viscerally. Ooh. You poke your head around? No. all right i'm going to i'm going to use the rest of my movement to do that ginger walk (laughs) back two more soft soft shuffle back yeah as you soft shuffle back uh with the sounds of something eating in that room and as the rest of you just pummel a lemur into unconsciousness that's where we're going to end for this week say goodbye everybody 
Bye. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye.